You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast's Training Buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Dressage Today On Demand. To get full access to all our videos, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription. Now, listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. Today's clip comes from dressage master Charles DeConfi. He says that classical horsemanship is based on the idea of developing a horse in a partnership that enhances the horse's performance to the maximum of his inborn talents, totally painlessly and without fear. Here just a fraction of his theories and teachings in this excerpt from a lecture he gave during a clinic at J.J. Tate's Blue Ridge Farm. This, this utter mental unity, the taming process, the familiarity, is also entirely dependent on teaching everything to your horse by rewarding him. So when he does anything well or does anything you asked for, you immediately verify it by yielding, not just with the reins, but yielding with the harmony of your seat and legs to reward the accomplishment of that moment. And so eventually the horse habitualizes your aids and understand the response uh, that he learned by reward. You never punish a horse, you never jerk a horse, you never spin a horse, you never whip a horse. None of these things should happen. The classical schooling totally omits. These are not even, may I just chuck him in the mouth? No, you may not, because it is utterly the worst thing in the world that we did to the horse. The horse is a structure and a nature that can pull the weight that's behind him but he cannot carry anything on top of him, not even a green pea. And we are all somewhat heavier than a green pea on his back. So when you get into the horse's back, you spend the rest of your life apologizing for having gotten there. You don't belong there. But you are intelligent and you are full of understandings and historically 2,000 years of try and error yielded so much information that you by now know that there is a posture in which the horse can move with you on top of him without pain or damage. And this is called very wrongly and very nastily the horse on the bit the hell he is not he better not be perched on the bit so the horse that can transmute all the energy he creates is in the haunches in the hind legs so this energy can be 
traveling through a very supple torso, the musculature and the ligaments carry it to the forehand where the energy terminates. And this longitudinal flexion of making a stiff riding crop into a bowed riding crop because you, you slowed the front and pushed the haunches towards it where you got a bow instead of a straight and stiff unit. And that bow is resilient because with each step the back rises and falls when you have a bow and there's an imaginary bowstring connecting the hocks to the bridle and when you energize the horse should not understand it as speed but it's energy to bring the hocks closer to the mouth so it is the adjustment of the bow shorter bow or longer bow longer arch and how it swings up and down to convey the motion through space without impacting on the face with harm, all right? So, so the goals of riding is not just the end result. We want to amplify the gates, purify and amplify the gates under an apologetic rider, right? That's wonderful, but we have to know how we get to this amplification without harm and this is why the rider has to be clear and skilled not just in bodily uh, aiding system but in the emotional and spiritual uh, daily existence. A rider in the wrong spirit or a mean, uh, aggressive, punitive, dangerous, nasty rider has no place in our world because we are the intruders, the horse never asked us to come along and we cannot accept riding in the wrong spirit, nor should we accept riding in ignorance, which is what today we have to do because there are no schools and reliable masters who teach, who are available to make this possible. So the rider with the wrong science and the wrong mind says, oh, I see a nice arch when somebody wins the Olympic. I see, so why don't I pull that in with, uh, you know, a couple of straps of new leather or something. So in other words, riding badly is not just a physical problem and we address the physical only in these clinics and lessons. It's a big enough component, but what, who is addressing the spirit of the rider and the academic preparedness to know what the devil is going on? So the horse is tossing his head. Why? That doesn't, none of this comes from heaven. He has a reason to do that. And what's the reason? And how do we mend it? How do we correct it? What are the means to the ends? When the goals are defined, and very few people know how to define the goals of 
of riding, we still have to know the thousand ways of filling these goals with the right means. Doing things wrongly, using wrong methods, tie-downs, overflexion, um, beating a horse, uh, uh, hitting him between the ears or whatever, immediately announce the rider as a total no-go, shouldn't be allowed to work with horses. So, the road to the completion of the horse's uh, training in excelling in his ability has to be always knowledgeable and systematic and gradual. We hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast. What would you like to learn about and what tips would you like to hear? Email me, Stephanie, at sruff at equinenetwork.com or reach out to us on social media. Remember, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription to our online catalog. Thanks for listening.